Welcome to Think Freight's newest podcast, episode one. Today we're talking with Norman Zhao. He's the founder of Hall Hero, and he's going to be walking us through a little bit about Hall Hero, how it got started, and kind of what they are and how they're uh, changing the TMS space. Norman, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for thanks for having me on. No, absolutely, absolutely. I love what you guys are doing. I've uh, I've been following you guys for a little for a little while now, and uh, love uh, love the journey, and love to uh, share a little bit about what you guys are and uh, what you guys are doing in the space. Yep, appreciate it. So, um, tell me about Hall Hero. How did it uh, How did it get started? What are you guys uh, What are you guys doing in the in the TMS space? Yeah, so Hall Hero started when well. Let's go back a little bit. Uh, I started at Carrier, which they make reefers for freight trucks. Okay. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And that was kind of my intro to the freight industry. After I left Carrier, I uh, I still had some friends in the freight industry and, you know, we got to talking and I noticed that they had a lot of problems that could be solved by automation. And I guess like my forte is kind of automation. So I started Hall Hero as kind of like a way to like help them and help other freight uh, both carriers and brokers in the freight industry to just really make their jobs easier. No, that's, that's really fantastic. That's, that's kind of why, you know, you and I have talked a few times and that's kind of one of the reasons why you and I wanted to, um, to kind of do this kind of, kind of forum and podcast to be able to kind of get out, get out why, you know, you and I are both doing what we're doing. And it's kind of like what you said is, is, you know, um, being accessible and helping and helping everyone. And that's kind of why I started Think Freight as well. To be able to to not just help you know the big the big you know operators in the space, but the smaller startup brokerages, the mom and pop shops that have been around for three to five years, ten years, but don't have as much of that you know um, expertise in terms of being able to go out and look for all of this information and all of this data because it is it is there's a lot out there, right? So and, and that's kind of what you guys have done too is you've taken all of the kind of all of the different areas to where you would have to have five or six, seven different tabs open to be able to do your job. And you've kind of condensed that into just being able to have Hall Hero open. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. That's one of the biggest, like, that's actually like one of our flagship products too, which is the carrier lookup. Like you said, like this data exists, it, it's, but it's everywhere, right? It's coming yeah. from four or five different sources, the government, right? Uh, FMCSA. There's also like different departments in the FMCSA. So what right. we really wanted to do was just we wanted to aggregate it and put it in a very accessible place for everybody to look it up and just look at it and understand like where this carrier is operating, what this broker is doing, all these things to just really make a good decision, make a good business decision on how to operate and how to proceed. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned this carrier lookup tool. Now, I know what it is and, and you know what it is, obviously, but why don't you tell everyone at home kind of what the what your carrier lookup tool is? Um, and how 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 brokers um, how brokers can utilize that tool? Yeah, for sure. So, what the start off was was for a lease generation tool for brokers to find new carriers to utilize. Mm -hmm. So they can either look up the, their name, their DLT number, docket number, uh, keywords, or if they saved it to a custom list or even a VIN number if the carrier has a vehicle that's registered. On top of that, they could also look through active regions or like what regions this specific carrier has operated in via their inspections, their crashes, or their violations. Uh, you could also look it up for authority. So common contract broker, their uh, authority status, um, their authority maintained for, so their authority age. 
what kind of BIPD coverage they have, if they have active cargo or active bond insurance, or even their vehicle types by GVWR, which is gross vehicle weight rating, or trailer types and fleet size. So that's really where it started. But where it's going kind of now is we really want to combat double brokering. And we've kind of uh, pivoted a little from the carrier lookup tool as a lease generation tool to also a tool to fight against double brokering. No, that's really interesting. Now, to, to touch on your point about double brokering, it's it's such a such a massive topic in today's industry with you know freight fraud really exploding. Um, really, since you know it's always been, I've, I was a freight broker for a long time, and it's always been a problem. But it seemed like around the pandemic, or or once we kind of got into the full swing of of high rates and a lot of um, a lot of volume in the market, it seems like that's when. Uh, a lot of a lot of freight fraud really exploded because there was so many opportunities for these bad agents to really come in and you know take take advantage of these carriers and exploit the system because as you know Norman you know working in, in freight as long as you have um, you know just, just with starting here and having all your friends in the industry that this industry is very fragmented and it's very behind other industries which you know it's kind of it's kind of shocking when when you tell people who aren't in in the industry how weird and how fragmented the supply chains are because a lot of people and you know including myself before I got into logistics and supply chain I just kind of expected things to show up on the shelf I didn't really know how they got there I just expected things to be there when I went to the grocery store and and you know I think a lot of people have that kind of expectation they don't really think you know this is how my products got to the store or how they got there and you know just to go back to to the to our original point of double brokering is with with all of these bad agents you know constantly coming in um it's it's ha- you have to have the right segments and right tools to be able to to combat that now with your carrier search tool can i give you an mc number can you look this up for us all right so we pulled up this mc number one five three seven seven one seven which is an example of a bad and uh, bad actor mc and um, this is kind of like our our bigger feature right now, which is the double broker scorecard, where we aggregate uh, different criteria. Because every brokerage, mm-hmm. they, they consider a double broker using different requirements, right? So yeah. we kind of aggregated 10 of the most commonly ones that they use, and we put it into like a scorecard so it's easy for everybody to look at. So we have uh, details regarding their authorities, so how long they've had it and if they actually have it their insurance, their BIPD cargo insur- and cargo insurance, their email domain, if it's from a common domain or if it's from a private domain. So what this means is if they're using Gmail to do business or if they have their own domain, like their own website and they're doing business from that. Uh, if they have any recent inspections, if they had safety rate, if they have a safety rating, and if they have a shared address with other brokerages or other entities in the FMCSA database. And then also what kind of vehicles they have. And if there's also any shared VIN numbers between this entity and another FMCSA entity. Now, that's interesting. Now, how often um, how often is your data, your data sets and your information updating? Uh, some data set, some, some of our data from our data sets is updated per day. There's mm-hmm. other data from FMCSA that they really only update per month. Yeah. But we get all the up-to-date data. So whenever they update it, we pull it immediately. 
Perfect. So as soon as so basically as soon as everyone is updated, whether that's a daily update with some of your your providers or whether that's with the FMCSA, who's who's typically uh, right around uh, around that one month um, update time frame, you guys have that data pretty much updated immediately. Within all yeah, this is as up to date as if you get from other sources. It's just the difference is this is all in one place. So you yeah. can just look at it immediately and just know. No, and that's and that's perfect because. You know, kind of like what we were touching on earlier with double brokers is having all of this info in one place and being able to say, okay, like they don't have any inspections. You know, there's no safety rating that's been assigned. Obviously, they've got shared addresses with other MCs, not necessarily the you know most um, uncommon thing in the world. There are virtual offices, although that is a very, uh, very touchy subject in, in this world right now, but not something we'll touch on today. Um, but like you said, Having all of this in one place and being able to see, you know, is their authority actually active? Has it been, you know, uh, has it aged? Has it aged well? Is it actually, you know, is it three months old or is it actually something that's two, three, five years old so that you know, you know, kind of uh, who you're working with? An email domain, kind of like what you touched on, is, is just having, making sure that those, those brokers are actually utilizing uh, real email addresses instead of these Gmail, Yahoo, and Hotmail email addresses, because those are, those are pretty much guaranteed. Um, th those are pretty much guaranteed double brokers. You're, you're not going to find real legitimate brokers not utilizing their own custom domain to a help themselves stand out. But number two, I mean, a shipper is it's realistically not going to give a broker a load with a Gmail address. They might give a you know they might give carriers uh, that have a Gmail address because they have you know those relationships built up with some of these carriers. They've met them, they've seen them in person. But, you know, when you're dealing on a brokership relationship and even, you know, to the carriers out there who may be listening, um, when you're when you're talking to these brokers, if, if they don't have a legitimate you know, email custom domain and make sure that those domains actually match the, the real website, because we have seen an explosion of, um, you know, bad actors going after big companies, you know, like Total Quality Logistics and trying to throw people off of, you know, that that sent by having, you know, total quality log.com or, or .net. And, it, you know, that does trip some carriers up. So um, just having, you know, to make sure that everyone uh, can see everything in one place, I think that really, really helps and, and really, um, really differentiates what you guys are doing from really any other any other TMS out there. Exactly. It's well, t for for the fight against double brokering, it's kind of reactionary because they're always yeah. going to be one step ahead. So the best we could do is just stay exactly one step behind. Like we're not going to beat them ahead of whatever they're going to do. So yeah. the most we could do, the best we could do is just to stay right behind them. And just as soon as they do it, then we, we start fighting against exactly that and just hope that, you know, it, they like even if they scam one person, they don't scam another one. Yeah, exactly. So we're trying to trying to help minimize the damage because we know that there's always going to be those bad actors. There always have been, there always will be, but eliminating them or having that data, you know, readily available to everyone as soon as possible is, is kind of the name of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of, you know, kind of wrapping up on, on our, on our podcast or on our, our quick you know segment here. Um, you know, what are some of the tools that you know, um, we can expect to see from Hall Hero in the future, whether that's, you know, uh, on the on the short scale, one month, the three month, or even, you know, some of the longer term stuff. You may not be able to share some of the longer term stuff, I understand, but anything that's, you know, up in the pipeline coming up real soon that uh, the brokers uh, can expect from you guys? Yeah, of course. So we're working on a browser extension to really make the, uh, the double broker scorecard and just carry a lookup as a whole into a very accessible 
uh, software package for everybody to just download on their browser and just immediately look it up without having to navigate to our page. Uh, that's the first thing. We're also working on a route optimizer for both brokers and carriers to uh, queue up different loads and just find the best route and um, you know get the most money out of it, save the most gas, drive the least deadhead, all the good stuff. No, that's really that's really fantastic. I'm looking forward to that to that Chrome extension because I'm I'm hopping in and out of of Hall Hero all the time trying to look up some of these bad actors and trying to see you know when when, when carriers reach out and they're like hey you know, what are your opinions on this? I'll look them up on FMCSA as well. But, you know, just being able to have one source of truth and have everything where I can just at a glance look at something. And if I have to dive deeper, I can do that. But this really gives me that really initial information to be able to say, hey, this is a this is a good this is a good one or this is a bad one. Or, hey, I may need to you know dive into this a little bit deeper. So I think that browser extension is going to be really, really handy. And I think you guys are going to see a lot of a lot of people utilizing that um, going forward. Yep, that's that's what we're in the business of. You know, we just want to help people, so that's no, good absolutely. to hear. Yeah. Now, w- one last thing before we let you go, Norman. Um, you know, where can people find Hall Hero? What's what's the domain? What's the website? And um, what's the initial cost to get started on on your platform? Uh, yeah, so our domain is gohallhero.com, and the initial cost is free for the most part. We're like we allow wow. most people to like there's a very generous free monthly tier and then everything past that is like five bucks we're, we're relatively cheap compared to like everybody else we just want to help people man wow so so you're telling me that a broker can go out there after watching this podcast gohallhero.com and they can sign up for free and start utilizing these tools that you and i've been looking at no cost to them yep and uh, wow. I, I could give, I could hook you with some discount codes too. So for all your listeners, Perfect. you know, yeah, they could get. No, a, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, man. Awesome. Well, hey guys, we've been chatting today with Norman Zhao. He's the founder of Hall Hero. Uh, they're an awesome revolutionary TMS with their uh, double broker scorecard, and like you said, they've got some really cool things in the pipeline. If you guys haven't checked them out already, you can get started for free at GoHallHero.com. Make sure you guys check them out, and we look forward to talking with Norman again in the future. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Norman. Have a good one. You too.